tweet at TodaySOR. Now, moving to the frightening and dangerous implications of this lockdown for victims of domestic violence. Reports this morning indicate that there has been a 30% increase in incidents of violence within the home since the lockdown began. In some places, organisations supporting people living in fear in their own homes are all reporting a surge in calls to their helplines and are urging victims to use the two kilometre zone to go for a walk or indeed to go to a safe place in which, from which they can phone for help. Sarah Benson is Chief Executive of Women's Aid. Sarah, thanks indeed for joining me. This is a recurring story of the lockdown tensions that are prevailing in a lot of homes. What can you tell us from your own organisation's perspective about what's going on? Well, yeah, you're quite right and and thank you um, for having me on today. It's such an important issue that we keep in mind during the COVID-19 crisis because obviously for uh, most of us, uh, you know, we're being told to stay home because home is where we are safe. But unfortunately, for those living with domestic violence and abuse, home is the least safe place and um, and people are being required to stay there under very constrained circumstances. So um, through our National Free Phone Helpline, which is there 24 hours a day, seven days a week, we have seen an increase in calls. Um, and the content of those calls has been very distressing, uh, you know, always domestic violence and abuse is is a frightening situation to be living with. But at the moment, there is increased levels of anxiety, fear, a sense of isolation, um, sense of hopelessness in some cases that there there isn't any opportunity or option to to get away, even just get a little bit of breathing space. Um, But at the same time, we also know from some other services, and this doesn't surprise us, is that actually... uh, you know, they they are maybe not hearing from so many people and, and that is because the circumstances um, make it actually much harder to reach out. And so what we are trying to share the message of is to let anybody who is living with domestic violence abuse know that we are we are all still here. There are services there. Um, and that statistic you mentioned, the increase was, was very specific to call out for Angarda Siakana and um, and they, of course, remain the, the, the key frontline responder if somebody is in danger. And we'd be urging anybody who's either worried about somebody or, or thinks something's happening um, or if somebody themselves feels uh, at risk and they're in a position to make a call to make that first call, uh, 999. Bernie Kieran is also on the line. Bernie, you're an outreach support worker with the Mead Women's Refuge. Now, presumably that means that you normally go out to meet women, perhaps in their homes or in a safe space. Uh, but you can't really do that now so easily, can you? No, we can't do that now so easily, Sean. So I, what we're trying to do at the moment is we're trying to be more innovative and creative in how we work with women. So we're still providing the phone contact and trying to support in that way. We are also working closely with Mead County Council, Gardaí, Tusla, to work as joint effort in supporting women out in the community. Because, as you say, my job is out there working on a one-to-one basis with women, and that's just with the social distancing, and that we're just not able to do that at the moment. And that's creating huge challenges too, particularly around women maybe attending court, where we would normally be there with them to support them through the process. At the moment, yes, we're still doing up the court paperwork and we're still getting them off to court. 
but we're not actually there on a one-to-one basis to support them through that process. Yeah, and that's, that's a huge challenge. Yeah, and it's also uh, something that makes the, the trip to court that bit more uh, difficult for the, the people who need to go there. Now, we're reading this morning, uh, Bernie, about your own refuge, that women are making calls to you while hiding in their sheds. Is that the case? Exactly, exactly. We've had that, Sean. And, you know, that's a clear example of how women's world have, have become increasingly smaller. Like, where before you might have the abuser going out to work, you might have him going off out with friends, he might be going to a pub, wherever he might be doing. At the moment, he's with you 24-7. So you've no respite whatsoever from your abuser. So women have had to become more creative in how they reach out and how they contact support services. And yes, that's a clear example of how one woman had to get herself away from her abusive partner in order to make the call for for support. Um, We also urge women, like if they get get themselves out for a walk, get out for that two-kilometre walk, get out of their home, make the call, contact Gardaí, contact us. It's... It's a difficult for any abusive woman, uh, abuse in, in the home, but where you have the abuser at home with you now constantly, it's just become a humongous problem for women to reach out for help. Yeah. But there is no, there is no escape from the abusive partner at the moment because he is there. He could be sitting beside you. We can't, and for us even to call a woman back, that's a challenge because we may be endangering that woman even more by making the call. Maybe the abuser is there beside her. You know, so we have to we have to be more creative. The women have to be more creative in how they actually get the opportunity to reach out for help. Sarah Benson, Chief Executive of Women's Aid, how helpful is it that you've got these um, ads running at the moment uh, put up there by the Department of Justice saying that the services are, are still here and, and they seem to be uh, quite aware that there, there, there is the risk and it's borne out by our last uh, five or six minutes of conversation uh, of increased domestic violence at this time? Yeah, the, the Department of Justice, in partnership with a, a range of the frontline support services, have a dedicated website at the moment called stillhere.ie, which has all the contact details, uh, including the contact details for uh, male victims as well. Um, it is so important because we knew even before uh, this COVID-19 crisis that actually the vast majority of those who suffer either domestic or sexual violence will not reach out to a specialist support service, um, largely because they don't know that they are there, that they don't think they're for them. And what we all want to be uh, saying right now is that, you know, we are here, we're here to listen, we're here to believe you, um, and we're here to offer whatever support and information we can. And there are also, uh, Bernie rightly mentioned there, the, the courts are still open, and if those... Uh, if somebody feels they need the protection of the courts, you know, uh, similar to, to uh, Bernie's service, our own service has a telephone support specifically to help um, people make uh, applications for, for court orders. But, you know, at the same time, the, the reality is, is it's harder than ever for somebody who's in a, a bad situation to reach out. Um, and so it is really, really important that the community response is front and centre here and that we are not just thinking of, you know, thinking of our, our elderly neighbours and family members and, uh, you know, those who are immunosuppressed, but also thinking about those who might be at risk from domestic violence and, and reaching out to help them as well. Right. And briefly, I don't think the two kilometre uh, limit applies to people who are in, domestic, in situations of domestic violence. It does not, and that has been clarified by both the department yeah. and by Angarda Shia Khan. And so if, if somebody can get somewhere uh, safe, if it's to 
be it a holiday home or, or, or to, uh, you know, one of the excellent refuges, if, if that's an option, uh, they shouldn't feel that that's a constraint for them. OK, well, look, my thanks to you both. By the way, one or two texts in saying as well that women abuse as well as men. Uh, but look, my thanks to you both. Sarah Benson, Chief Executive of Women's Aid. And thanks also to Bernie Kieran, outreach support worker in Mead. Um, I'm in trouble with um, some people. Disappointed to just hear today, so I refer to the Postal Service post box as a snail mail. Uh, we're like many others providing an essential service in these hard times. I think it was really a term of affection. I mean, in the sense that emails are instant or instantaneous. And yes, next day service is fantastic, as I discovered myself last week. Made an announcement on Tuesday and uh, there was a, <laughs> a pretty serious post bag literally 24 hours later. So apologies for anybody I might have offended.